And MLM Rebel is a new breed of network marketer, smarter, truly independent, and free. MLM Rebels wage war against the soul-sucking corporate world and against networkers who would rather preserve doctrine than helping people get results. MLM Rebels recognize when the world changes and changes with it. MLM Rebels don't believe in duplicating things that no longer work and would rather work without a safety net than within the confines of one. MLM Rebels are only involved in opportunities that give everyone an equal playing field instead of a top-heavy one. We don't care about the sacred cows of MLM, we don't care about the industry, and we do not care about the way it's always been done. We care about people following their gut. We care about people being able to quit their jobs now. We care about people being with their family instead of their boss every day. We care about people being with their family instead of their team all day. We care about people living free. We believe a truly free networker has multiple streams of income. We believe a truly free networker's creativity isn't shackled by their company's contract. We believe a truly free network marketer actually knows how to market and that they run their business like a real business. MLM Rebels prioritize faith, family, business, sacrifice sacred cows, build their own empires, never rebel against each other, and change the world. MLM Rebels know they are not confined by doctrine, not stifled by the past, and know they are one business away. My name is Zach Spear, and welcome to MLM Rebels. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hope you're having an amazing day. Just uh, passing my... My son, he's about to take a nap. He's just standing in the door <laughs> with just his underwear on. Looks pretty hilarious. He's a two-and-a-half-year-old. Um, oh, my gosh, that's funny. I wanted to spend a few minutes with you guys right now and talk to you just just for a few moments about um, getting benefit out of a loss or getting benefit out of a mistake. So um, I'm going to come to you with a, a couple different examples here. And um, kind of uh, the, the, the way to do this and then the, the, the wrong way to do this. And, you know, we all make mistakes, right? We all, um, we all do things that we wish we wouldn't have done. And the difference is not will you make mistakes. The difference is will you learn from them and get value from it. So um, uh, years and years ago, and I've, I've given this particular example before, but if you've never heard it, um, this could be helpful. So years ago, uh, we invested in our very first like high-end coaching program. It's a fifteen thousand dollar program um, with a really, really well-known company. I don't want to, I don't want to do any damage to this person in any way. So I'm not going to say uh, anything telling. But they're very, very well-known, and um, it was a fifteen thousand dollar program. And this was back in two thousand. I'm just, uh, I want to say it was sixteen or seventeen. Um, it was kind of like right as they were they were in their meteoric rise state okay they were they're in that j curve you know hockey stick boom and um and at the time ashley and i we didn't like you know we would still definitely be talking about that right now we would it's not like it's not like we spend 15 grand the way that we spend you know 15 dollars right we would definitely talk about it um but back then it was way more of a conversation so we had the money cash um but we didn't have like tons laying around so I don't exactly know what we had, but it, it wasn't huge amounts. It was a very noticeable investment for us. And, um, and we, uh, we, we actually tried to join, um, well, I don't want to go, yeah, I feel like I'll give you too many, too many details. Um, and you'll be able to know who it is. Anyway, we joined the program and, and the guy basically told me the sales guy on the phone, he said, Hey, just so you know, um, 
the, the, the company is redoing this program in, two, in less than two months and they're going to relaunch it. And just so you know, you're going to be grandfathered in. And if there's a difference in between 15000 and what he charges for it in two months, all you have to do is pay the difference. So we say, okay, so we do the 15000 um, there it started off with a four day like event basically. So we went to this four day event and afterwards we were supposed to get a year of coaching from him and his team. And, uh, essentially what it was, it was a Facebook group with like, I want to say it was 600 people in it. And it was very clear that this group had completely died off. Like the, just like me and like 10 people were active in it. And the coaching was like, this guy's like, you know, third in command going into this group and essentially yelling at everybody for like an hour. And that happened for like two months. And then, um, uh, when they relaunched the program, like they said they would at their big event, it was 18,000. And we found out that we, in fact, were not going to be grandfathered. We, we, our 15 grand was not going to apply to the 18,000. And they basically um, just like we had to rebuy the 18 grand if we wanted to stick with them. Uh, the 15 grand didn't apply. And that $15,000 program that's supposedly a year long now was already dead basically when we got in there. Um, but it was like super dead. They renamed it, completely renamed it to something entirely different. And the, the people that like, we all felt like kind of hosed, right? And uh, some people bought the $18,000 thing and moved on. And some, a lot of us didn't. And, um, and that group basically completely died off. So we basically get the four day event and that's really it. And, um, you know, it, it, at the end of the day, did it leave us sour taste in our mouth for that individual and the company? It, it did. Um, you know, but it was like, okay, we're not going to like, we're not going to do, uh, we're not going to do, we're not going to like go and be a prick and like try to refund this or anything like that for two reasons. One is we did actually get the four day event, right? Like that was the big pitch. It was the four day event and like a year long kind of ongoing stuff. Right. And we got the main deliverable. Now it was basically repackaged version of what was in this person's like, you know, $20 book, but whatever, you know, it is what it is. Um, and we, we got value from it. And, um, and the second thing is whenever you, go backwards on something, you don't get the benefit from it. So we knew that if we were to, you know, make a big stink about this and try to go get that 15,000 back or get a partial refund or something like this, we'd probably waste more time and more mental energy trying to get that money back than just taking the lessons that we learned from them and going applying them and doing well. And here's what I can tell you is uh, we can actually trace back to that event. We've probably made over a million dollars applying the lessons from that event. And it's traceable. Like I can literally trace the relationships, trace the ideas, trace the funnels, all that stuff from that one $15,000 investment. But at the time it felt like a really big kick to the, to the cojones. Um, so I'm, I'm not saying we're perfect, but I would say that was the time that we did that right. Um, let me give you a couple more examples. Um, uh, recently, uh, this is something that, um, you know, yeah, so so really, really recently. Uh, so for 2022, we had a pretty decent sized uh, tax burden. And um, our CPA, uh, our CPA was not super communicative towards the end of the year, which makes me so frustrated, because it's like we pay them very, very good money. Um, and, you know, when we need them the most, 
they kind of like go into this black hole. And I don't want to get into all this stuff, but like I'm, I'm very not happy with them. Um, and one of the reasons is because we thought our net income would be a lot higher or excuse me. Yes. Yes. She told us her net income was really, really high. Um, and so we started to make all these like very end, like kind of in the last month of the year, these like end of year decisions to try to get a bunch of, you know, write-offs, obviously all legal stuff. You guys get it right. But we're like, okay, what, what can we invest in at the end of the year to get a bunch of write-offs? Cause we have this large net income that we don't want to have, um, for the end of the year. So we make some investments. Um, we, we, we get some things that honestly we don't need. Okay. We don't need them. The only thing we're trying to do is not pay taxes on this money and get stuff that like is, uh, either we don't need it, or at least it's a wash. And like, we're at least getting something out of it versus getting nothing out of it, which is what you get when you pay the government. So we buy these things and, um, and I, Again, I don't want to. I don't want to get into like all kinds of detail right here. Um, maybe if I had a little more time. Honestly, I, I've only got like five more minutes. <laughs> but we buy these things, and it turns out that they were like they weren't the greatest investments. And I and we take responsibility for that. We probably just shouldn't have bought them. We probably should have just we probably should have just paid the taxes. Quite honestly, because it would have just saved a bunch of heartache. But what happened is these these things that we purchased. Um, dropped in value. They weren't totally needed for the business and they just took a mental space. Well, what pour salt in the wound even worse is that, um, the, uh, the CPA, uh, literally miscalculated or didn't fully calculate or did something. And our net income, she had already gotten it down way lower than she said, so like we would have just gladly just written a tax bill check rather than trying to like do all this ninja crap at the end of the year to avoid taxes that we thought we were going to have to pay. We actually didn't have to pay, but because of this person's like either negligence or they were just too busy, which most CPAs have zero clue how to run a business, including her, um, zero idea how to run a business. So they just get way too busy, you have way too many clients and, you know, drop the ball. Because of that, like we're, pr- it kind of depends. I'm not totally sure what we're going to be in the in the loss here, but it, I mean, I don't even want to think about it. But um, it, it could be a pretty significant like loss because of this stuff. And so, what's the what's the, what's the lesson there? Well, the lesson is this: the particular type of assets that we purchased, we are going to be a lot more diligent in the future of buying those things. Number two. We are going to be much more hardcore with choosing the professionals that we work with. We've gone through three CPA firms in the past six years, and they all have glaring flaws. I've never had a good CPA. Um, And uh, so we've hired a dedicated tax attorney, dedicated tax strategist, and we're going to hire, hopefully, a new CPA firm as well. But the purpose I'm telling you of all this is because I could be really bitter about this, like honestly, like this situation I've just described, like really, really bitter. And if I'm honest with you, I actually have been kind of bitter about it. And I have, um, I've almost gotten to a place, uh, a short, short, you know, a couple weeks, I've gone to a place of like almost defensive, like, oh my gosh, you know, we're getting, we're losing a bunch of money. And I'm like getting into this defensive posture rather than this, rather than the, the offensive posture, which is how you grow a business. And like, you got to be defensive and offensive, right? Because if you just keep growing and making more money, you burn it all. Like you're just, you know, better than you started, right? So you do have to play a little bit of defense, but I've, I found myself being unhealthily defensive. 
because of this situation. And what I've just had to, I've had to like think about this deeply and say, okay, what's the lesson here? Well, the lesson here is thank God I learned this now at 34 years old with, you know, like worst case scenario, a $200,000 loss. We're talking like worst possible case scenario is I'd lose 200 grand on this whole little debacle. Like that sucks. Huge monkey nuts. Like I do not want to lose. And, but it's, it's, that's like worst possible case scenario, like meteor strikes the earth. So it's like, it's going to be a, a smaller loss than that for sure. Probably a lot smaller of a loss than that. And I'm like, okay, I'm 34. Worst possible case, meteor strikes the earth scenario as we lose 200 grand in this whole situation. Probably not going to happen. But how much better is that I'm learning this lesson now of all these different things, right? How to select proper professionals, how to make sure that I can hold them accountable, how to have checks and balances on those professionals, right? Um, which assets to buy for proper write-offs that you won't get destroyed on, which expenses, all these different things. And I'm like, okay, if I just take this, like, okay, it's a punch to the chin, but man, how much worse would it be if we had 10 times the size of business and it was a $2 million loss? Like I would be way more butthurt about it. So anyway, again, there's nothing I could do about it anyway. We're like, you know, it's just a perspective shift. Am I going to learn from this or am I going to be all butthurt about this. And we just have had to choose, like, I'm going to learn from this. And I'm going to be honest with you guys, as I, like, I've been butthurt about this for a little bit now. And just recently, I've decided to change my perspective here. I'm just kind of sharing this with you. Um, what, uh, what, what kind of prompted this, this, this podcast as well is um, uh, a version of, of not doing this well at all. So uh, we had, a, we had a, a member of our team, of our downline client member, whatever, and, um, and this person, uh, was, uh, like they came in and I'm always wary of this and I should have been, I should have been more protective. I'm really, really wary of when people like flaunt their, their Christianity. Like we're, we're faith-based people, we're Christians. And I, and I use, I use this, I, I love incorporating Jesus's teaching and the Bible's teachings into our teaching. I love it. I mean, like, I feel like the Bible literally is, it's the truth, right? And so I love incorporating it. But I do really be careful to like not just go up and tell people like, hey, what's up? I'm Zach. Uh, I'm a Christian, especially in business context. Because I feel like when people flaunt that, it like it immediately signals to me like don't trust that person. And, and we had this guy come in our business, became a client, became a downline member. And he was just really, really flaunty about how much of a holy Christian he was and how many people he brought to the Lord and his wife, who's a pastor's daughter at this big mega church, some other country that like all this stuff, like just super, super over the top. And I remember just being like, oh man, like, okay, whatever, man. You know, but again, it didn't like register my brain. It should have, it didn't like fully register. And anyway, they get in the business. Um, they take some action, but they kind of disappear like typical disappearing act story, right? Well, we have a software in our business, um, that helps people, you know, run, run the rebels programs and all these different things. And it's like, literally, it's like the most valuable thing like for, for anyone running a network marketing business using any sort of funnel automation. Uh, if you're freaking using the phone to call people, it's like the most valuable thing ever. And it's super reasonably priced. So when people get on it, they like never leave. So anyway, this, this guy, this couple, they get on that software. Now, again, 
this is all again, like, I don't know any of this stuff, right? Because it's not like I look at every single person that joins our software. So he's on the software. I have no idea that he's on it. And, um, and they disappear at some point. I have zero clue that they disappeared. Like, you know, this is a person like 100 in depth for me, 200 in depth for me. I don't even know with, you know, he's, and he joins the software and they disappear. Well, um, my support team gets an email and actually it's funny. I think I was actually in my support box that day checking something. I saw the email come through. So I actually opened it and read the initial thing. And it basically said, Hey, three or four paragraphs of how good of a Christian he is. Like seriously, like boom, all this stuff. And then it says, Hey, um, I, can I get a refund on the last seven months of that software? Because I didn't know I was getting billed and I haven't used it. And so, like, so th- th- this comes up, and I, and I actually bring it up on our internal team call that day with our support staff and all this stuff. And basically, the general consensus is like, like, we we, we love you, bro, but like, honestly, probably not. <laughs> you know, like, 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 you bought a software. You know, it's like you bought Calendly.com or you bought ClickFunnels.com or you have been on Amazon Prime or, you know. Netflix, right? Like this is a software that you've been on for seven months. You just haven't used it. Like we didn't know you weren't using it. Right. So we just sent a, our support team sent a super kind email basically saying, you know, we're going to politely deny that request. And, you know, again, the logic is like, just because you don't log into Netflix and watch movies, like they still bill you. Right. And you can't hit them up and say, Hey, I haven't watched a movie in seven months can I get a refund for all seven months? It's like, what? Same, you know, it's the same sort of logic here. So we say no. And I didn't know this. Thanks. My, my support team did not tell me any of this because I would have been very upset about this, but I did end up finding out. That's why I'm telling you the story. Well, this person ended up like unleashing a barrage of like the douchebaggiest emails ever. Basically, like how much of a terrible Christian we what we are, like how awful. And I, again, this is this isn't even me talking. This is our support team. But he's like completely lighting me and Ashley up as like the worst humans on earth. Just like we're just these terrible character people. We suck. We're not even Christians. We might as well be. You know, I mean, I'm probably putting some words in his mouth, but it's like awful, right? And we ended up, you know, and then he's threatening legal. <laughs> Like this guy's insane, threatening legal action against us for literally we because he bought a software and he forgot about it, and it just shows you like how how small the money is to this guy, right? Like he literally let it go for seven months and didn't realize it. Um, but he's threatening legal action and all these things. We're like, oh my gosh. So what ends up happening is our support team refunds it because uh, not because he could take legal action. We actually have. Uh, like we have a pretty good understanding of the law. We also also have a law from on retainer and this guy had zero case whatsoever. So zero f- fear of a legal suit, but more so of just like the, this guy, he's going to be a huge pain in the rear and the seven months is probably not worth it. But anyway, so we refunded the money. I tell you all of that to tell you that he is not getting any benefit. <laughs> he's not getting any benefit from that whole situation. Whereas with the $15,000 thing I told you about, we did get benefit from that. We went on to make well over a million dollars at least off of that one investment that went south. Um, the, the, the story of the taxes and the loss right there, like I don't have a victory from that yet, but I have chosen to see a victory through it, even though I've been butthurt about it. It's like, okay, I'm going to see a victory through this, right? But when you act like that dude and, you know, 
you, you try to, you, you, you backpedal, you blame others. You don't take responsibility for your own actions. You don't get the benefit from it. The only benefit that guy's going to get is seven months of that software cost. That is the grand total benefit he's going to get the grand total. He will not learn absolutely anything from this because he didn't take responsibility for his actions clearly. Right? So when you, when you, the lesson here is in everything, whether it's a purchase, whether it's whatever, we all make mistakes, right? But the, the benefit that you get from a mistake is learning to not do it again, but more importantly, it's gleaning lessons from it so that you can compound those into a victory, just like that $15,000 story. So bottom line is whatever you do in anything, just take responsibility for it. Excuse me full responsibility for it. And when you make mistakes, which you inevitably will, like I inevitably will, the greatest thing I heard recently was, um, it was a really great investor and he was talking about uh, making bad decisions and losing money. And he says, you didn't make a mistake. You made a decision. You made the best decision that you could at the time that you made it with the information that you had available to you. Looking back, would you have made a different decision? Yes, but you, you didn't have that luxury. You made a decision. So forgive yourself, take responsibility and move on. And the person that said that is worth hundreds of millions of dollars. And I would personally rather be worth hundreds of millions of dollars and take responsibility for my action, actions than try to save seven months on some software bill, not taking responsibility for my actions and not being worth jack squat. So with that, guys, we love you. We appreciate you. I hope you have an amazing day. Hopefully this was helpful for you. If it was, if it was, fantastic. If it wasn't, I can't believe you made it this long. <laughs> but we'll see you guys in the next episode.